Welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast with adult language and nonsensical whimsy, you have been warned. I'm Ken, and I'll be your dungeon master this evening, so let's get started. coffee and be like not even coffee it's basically like tar I don't know what you do like you you don't like you don't you don't be tickled like it's you don't have fleshy bits Your shirt plate. <laughs> Are you opening up your heart to me? <laughs> no. No. I'm you I don't need to consume Oh, okay. So I'm going to want to head to Nevin's house. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> hey clarify that it is mostly wood. <laughs> so he's metal on the top and wood on the bottom? What? No, it means probably integrated different pieces in different places. Um, it, it's, it's throughout, but we'll just say the whole, whole waste area is just wood. <laughs> All I can imagine is like some like wood tin man, metal hips and dick, and then wood legs. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, he specified that the. Oh, it's the opposite. Well, he specified that the groinal region was definitely his area was definitely wood. Is it oak? Because it's woody. <laughs> you get that fancy shit. You better not go near any carpenters. Hey, hey, hey! Oh, oh! <laughs> I would like to look at your grains. <laughs> Is that a burl? Oh my god. They're like this close to your crush. Oh my god. So many. Which way do the wood grains run? That's personal. <laughs> you have to look for yourself. Alright. Kaylin's crotch is purple heart. Purple heart. Purple heart. All the wood in Kaylin is purple heart. Purple heart wood. God damn! You expensive. That backstory. Mm. That's why he's so broke. <laughs> <laughs> Damascus ain't cheap. Nope. Negative. A little point of order. I don't remember if I had this if I set the conversion rate for currency. If I was going to use the books ten. Or use my normal hundred. Did you all have a care or preference? Yeah. One per one hundred. I mean, it, it will change whether or not you have the equivalency of ten copper or a hundred copper. You broke ass motherfucker. I guess it depends on how much the muffins are. A silver. All of Kaylin's money. <laughs> yes. About that hundred life. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so we'll stick with the hundred. So keep in mind that DD Beyond may not roll your currency over properly, so you'll have to manually adjust. So if it offers to, hey, I'll just convert this for you, don't you lose money? Don't think it does. Oh, okay. You go below like zero. It doesn't pull from a higher tier of currency. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you gotta okay. manually do that shit. Yeah. Unless you're, you can tell if you go between like ten silver to eight silver by clicking two and then a minus button, and that works. Yeah. HP and money. I don't even bother with D and D Beyond because it frustrates me. 
I just do paper. Write that shit down. So, uh, it takes about 20 minutes after you get to the bakery to make it towards uh, Nevin's house. So at this point, it's probably about 6.30. Are you all just walking up, or how are you... Are we being sneaky about this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jalen's playing with trying to go like in an alleyway across the street from the house. Do we need to roll stealth checks? If you were being sneaky, yes, please. Yeah. Pretty sure I have to like be in a wooded area where Nevin doesn't recognize me. Like he already has close contact with me. Those are pretty solid rolls. Yeah. She's a sneaky little hothead. So you guys slip back into the alleyways around Nevin's house. Doesn't appear to be that anyone has noticed you. Good. What are you intending to look for or watch? Kayla is going to try and watch through windows to see if he even can see Nevin walk around because he doesn't know what this kid looks like yet. So he's number one going to try it first, just see what the kid looks like, and then kind of wait and see when the mom might be for if she leaves. And just, just kind of just watch what you can see through windows as they're morning or two, basically. Uh, I am going to ask uh, Peppa, retroactively, did you describe where Nevin lived? I did not describe where he lived, other than the fact that it was in the middle of many built houses. Got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I need investigation checks uh, from both of you, Aurora and Caitlin, to see if you can find where Caitlin lives. Or where Devin lives. <laughs> no, I cannot. Holy shit. Huh. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sad. There's a glitch in the matrix. Uh, you guys start trying to wander through, and you're looking in different houses, and most of them are dark. You can't seem to find any children running around. Um. Damn it! Well, in the street that we were in, you said that there were about six homes. Mm-hmm. There were five on one side and four on the other, so there were a total of nine. Okay. We well, we definitely know where Clara's house is, right? Uh, which is on a slightly different street and not included in that nine. Ooh. Well, I guess if it helps. My my next suggestion would be to kind of just try and, you know, stealthily kind of just peek in each house and see if we could find anything. So that orange line is the street that you guys were focused on for the most part. Clara's is down a different road. Is it a light enough out that they would see if they looked out the window, us looking into their window? With your stealth checks, probably not. Okay, good. <laughs> but yes, uh, Caleb's going to once again try and dim down it. <laughs> Do you have boy. children? <laughs> it's hard enough saying that sentence. <laughs> I'm gonna look through some windows for a little boy. <laughs> There's a boy in there. <laughs> no, stop it. That's ignorant. sneak from house to house uh, trying to find Nevins. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to jump back to the shop. Um, it is about 7 o'clock in the morning at this point. 
You guys are all rousing for the day. You are. You can hear that Einrich is downstairs baking. Um, you're here humming in a rather unfamiliar song. Uh, do I? Do any of you speak Goblin? No. Got it. All right. So it is a rather harsh sounding language. Uh, what the words are is you know, kind of lost to you. It's very rhythmic. It seems like the sort of thing that you could probably say and march, at, or sing and march at the same time. Um, after a little while, uh, Gurdon, you recognize that he is cooking a, a quick bread, uh, something like a soda bread, so it doesn't need to rise, uh, as well as some sort of fatty meat. Very, very simple fare, as well as uh, a heavy breakfast tea. Do you all head downstairs right away, or do you wait a while? I go down right away. Okay. I go down with well, um, with an interest in heading out to explore the pictures of whenever available. Okay. Um, so he has breakfast already ready by the time you guys get down. He has your plates out. It looks like he's cooking some more. Ah, good morning. Uh, so you know, two of your comrades left. I'm sure it probably woke you. Is the alarm? All that fun stuff. Uh, you can credit your friends for trying to sneak out. Uh, incidentally, we know if you're leaving before eight. So I can turn off the alarm. Will do, Mr. Gantstone, and apologies for the interruption early this morning. I did enjoy your marching song that you were singing while cooking. Can you tell me more about that? Oh, ah, I did not know you were a fan. Ah, uh, yes. So, <clears throat> it is uh, an old sailor song. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. Hi, of course. Uh, but uh, please enjoy breakfast if you need anything that you know. I'm going to prepare my shop. Uh, again, enjoy. He seems to be in pretty good spirits this morning, even with the interruption. Uh, so you all have your breakfast. Are you guys like scarfing it down, taking your time? I'm taking my time. I'm waiting on my messenger. Meeting as quickly as possible. Are you also intending to leave early? I'm, I was trying to figure that out. I don't want to leave here alone. I feel like this is a fairly safe place to be alone. Yes, probably. Okay. Uh, so, Peppa and Gurdon, you guys wolf down your food. Uh, there's plenty of butter to slather over top of the soda bread. Makes it a little bit more palatable. What he's made is fairly dry. Um, you can also scoop a little bit of the fat from the cooked meat. Uh, that might help give it a little bit of salt, uh, since his butter is also very, very plain. Um, uh, if there are scraps of paper and or something to write with, if I were to know any recipes that may help with quality of this breakfast we just consumed, I'd like to leave that on the table on the way out. Okay. Yeah, you take a, a few quick notes about how to gauge when the dough is ready um, and understanding that with the soda bread sometimes it's going to be a bit more sticky if you're adding in the egg and what to watch for and you get like these little quick tips. Uh, you slap it down on the table, he lets, he turns off the alarms, lets you both out. Um, Peppa, where are you leading the two of you? So, I'd like to, one, take the least obvious route. So, preferably either behind buildings or in a wooded area. But I want to head towards where Aurora and Kaylin were searching. Okay. Not to arrive to the exact location necessarily, but just observe from afar. Okay. 
So the plan is to get to their to that street as quietly as possible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so would both of you please give me a stealth check? I'll take the first roll. Uh, and then, Gurdon, you are muted. Twelve, my dude. Got it. Okay. Uh, you start winding through the different houses. At one point, Gurdon, you have to dodge to the side as somebody empties out a chamber pot into the alley that you guys are sneaking through. Um, so you knock over a, a can, and there's a bit of noise there, and people are looking down, you hear, Oh, sorry! You guys start making your way through. It takes you about 20 minutes, so I would say that you arrive on the street about 7.30. Jumping back to Aurora and Kaylin, it's probably about 7, 7.15 before you narrow down which house is Nevin's. Uh, and it's almost by happenstance that you guys find it. Uh, you're going back and forth to the different houses trying to sneak across the street without getting noticed. Uh, you finally come across one and you hear a child giggling and running back and forth. I'm assuming you guys are peering through the windows well, yeah, I like not like, you know, against the window pane, but like maybe like hidden enough where you can kind of like see, in the house, just, you know, kind of what's going on. Just she just wants to observe like, dynamics and what they're doing. Okay, corner of a window, head peeked up. Yeah. Uh, Kaylin, for yourself. No, uh, <laughs> he, he's gonna do the same type of thing. Uh, just kind of. Are you guys on the same alley? Or are you guys in, on other sides of the house? Um. Caitlin would aim to be on opposite side of the house. Aurora wants to be wherever, like it looks like you know the where she can see like the main part of the houses, like you know if it's like can see into the kitchen and main area, like you know she just kind of wants to see like just you know, the main-ish looking part and just kind of what they're doing. And Alright. Uh, and because I'm assuming that the two of you would confer afterwards, uh, some of this only one of you sees, some of it's only the other. It just kind of depends on your angle. But as you guys are peeking through, um, the home is very sparsely decorated. The few furnishings do all look clean but very well used. Bits of upholstery have popped and have been kind of smoothed against the side, but are very obviously torn. Uh, the only decoration that you all can see in the front room is a painting of a family of a, a man, woman, and child. Um, there is, once you guys manage to sort of like look through the front, you can see that there's a very short hall with two doors. Uh, at the end of that short hall, there is uh, an altar of some kind. At this distance, you can't quite make out what is on top of the altar, but you do see a ceramic bowl uh, that appears to be smoking. Uh, you do see a small half-elven child running around through the house, uh, carrying a stuffed animal that appears to be a winged lion. So the winged lion, the it's sort of like in a sphinx position, with the front legs sticking forward, the hind legs are popped up. As you guys continue to peer in, you can see that um, the mother is going about. She's carefully guiding the child out of the way, um, trying to make some sort of quick bread, and she's folding that up and frying it in a pan. You don't see any other dishes really being prepared, but she sets out a larger section of bread for the boy, uh, thinly slides a little bit of butter across it, they both seem to have a bit of tea. Uh, the boy has some milk in his. So that brings us to right about 7.30 when Gurdon and Peppa arrive on the street. 
Or, or rather, you guys are in an alleyway adjacent. Uh, Peppa, you know where you could go. How quickly or subtly, how are you approaching? I guess my first question is, what side of the street are we on in relation to the house? Uh, right now, you'd be on the opposite side. So you're facing the front of the house across the street. So I guess I'll express interest on walking alongside across the street from the house to kind of head towards the back of the house um, and listen for any interactions that may not be seen from the front to see if I hear like the children discussing anything that may be useful. Kaylin and Aurora, uh, with your passive perceptions, you do hear someone coming. Uh, Aurora, you can make out some of the scraping noises of Gurdon, uh, his armor already becoming rather familiar to you. Yeah, so neither of you notice uh, Peppa, you just notice uh, Gerda. Hi, guys. Hey, Gerda. What are you doing? Because he's racially lion. The kids had wings, so no. I mean, an ass. Okay, I'll I'll hang out over here. Multi race. Can be biracial. And more. Uh, they are going about their. Pretty bog standard morning routine. Um, Nevin is running about the house, holding his stuffed animal up above his head, shaking it up and down to make the wings flap. Uh, eight o'clock. I'm actually gonna start just looking away because like it just feels dirty doing this. He's just gonna keep like randomly just like looking away. But it's like I need to watch and see if this kid goes and kick cooking oil or anything. Well, um, because so is is it basically like Gurdon is near Kaylin and Aurora is like in a different area of of Nevin's house? Sure. Uh, Peppa is sneaking up on Kaylin's side, and Gurdon is on Aurora's side. Okay. Oh. Okay. Um, does Aurora know where Clara's house is? Uh. Okay. Uh, unless it was shared by uh, Gurdon or Kaylin. Okay, well she's gonna like whisper to, you know, whoever is near her if she needs to go one at a time. Like, do you know where Clara's house is? Uh, so that would be Gurdon. Yeah, yes, I do. Well, damn it. Well, she'll walk away. Um, she'll go to Peppa. Do you know where Gurdon's house is? Gurdon? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm so confused. You asked Gurdon if he knew where Clara's was, and he said yes, and you went damn, and then went to Peppa and asked, Do you know where Gurdon's is? What are you looking for? I'm asking Peppa if she knows where Clara's house is. Well, I, I said I was walking around, like, from each person to person asking. Right, but your first person you asked, who was right next to you, said yes. I don't want him. He needs to stay and entertain the child. You said the first person closest to me was Gurdon, so I yeah. asked him, but then I was like, well, damn, it doesn't matter, because he needs to stay with with the Tin Man and entertain the child. 
I could I could say words that would help you <laughs> go to that place. No, she didn't want to hear him. Do you not understand how marriage works? <laughs> yeah, did you walk or bring your lunch today? Do you have the answer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> marriage in a nutshell. <laughs> Good talk. Okay, so, well. Who are we asking? Where are we at? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aurora will ask Gurdon. Do you know where Clara's house is? You're muted. Back I mean, if, if, yeah. If, if I can meta retro sure. retcon that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Aurora's asking Gurdon. Yes. Yes. I, I do that. Yeah. I do that. I point towards <laughs> So and here. Just the house. Turn here. Go over here. It's that one on the the this yeah, this around, is to the this that, is. Yeah, around that corner yonder. Nope, up street there. Yep. Okay. Right there. Oh, I think you might actually know because you did you talk to the person that sent the message. But it wasn't yeah, Clara's house. That was a different it's house. Right across the street, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was across street. That's my record. Okay, well, Aurora, thank you. Aurora's gonna try and sneakily leave and head towards Clara's house. Gurdon. Gurdon. The window opens that leads to the alley near you. Can I help you? And then we'll jump. This is about eight o'clock. Uh, Root. The shop opens a door and you hear a voice inside of the uh, looking for um, a group, uh, like a per person, a, a fire lady. Oh, okay, thanks. Uh, and coming through the kitchen, you see a small tabaxi boy, uh, gray with white streaks through his fur, a very thin tail. He has uh, an emblem on his shirt of a little f stylized fire. And with an M underneath. Uh, excuse me, are you part of the group that's uh, investigating the the suspected arson? Yes, I'm Root. Oh, uh, nice to meet you, uh, Miss uh, Root. Um, we we uh, Miss Miss Amy, I mean not me. She said that uh, you know there there was some theft of uh, used oil. Um, but it was close to the same time as when normal pickup was, so it kind of has gone unreported for a while. Uh, but but there is a, a local bakery uh, a couple streets down that has had uh, some some used oil that was taken off of their property. Uh, Do you know the type of oil? Uh, it would have been uh, cooking oil, although. You know, if it was like vegetable or, or animal, I'm not sure. Um, they just reported used cooking oil uh, as having been you know, removed from the property and the barrels haven't been, well not barrels, the jug, they're, they're sort of like, they're like, they're not urns, they're, they're, um, they're like vases with handles um, and then they put like a cap on it. Uh, those haven't been returned yet. And no other? Uh, there have been some, but they have not coincided with fires. What are the other crimes? There were two cases of breaking and entering, uh, in which case uh, um, jewelry and some money was stolen. Where is that? Uh, that actually happened uh, a few streets over. Uh, it's, it's not actually in this... Well, I mean, we're not even the same vicinity, but it's not in the area that you all were at yesterday with Miss Amy. Do you have the name for the, uh, for the people who were burglarized with the jewelry and money stolen? Uh, it, if Miss Amy has it, she didn't tell me. She said that you'd be interested in the oil. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. It, yes, yes ma'am. Have you noticed any yourself? Any, any oil? Fires? Oh, uh, it, it's pretty recent. Um, 
maybe in the last month or two, it just seems like it's been oddly concentrated in this one area. I mean, not not this this area, but like a couple streets over. Do you live in that area? Oh, oh no, oh no. Uh, I live I live over a residential. I actually run over here into the dock district for work. My okay. kind of world. Uh, and, and the information. I appreciate you bringing that from the same Y y yes, ma'am. Do you do you have any message for Miss Amy before I go? Pass on my gratitude. Understood. Uh, and he nods and starts jogging out the door. Erdem, you are met with a half dozen woman. She looks quite tired, uh, a little bit perturbed at seeing you milling about outside her window. Hi. <laughs> yeah, can I help you? I I don't know where I am. You're pe you were peering into my house. I was hoping to find some assistance in finding my way. Uh huh. Where are you trying to get to? Give me one second, and I'll pull you. My friend Eindrick's house. Yeah, I'm a chef. I need spoons. <laughs> Rusty spoon? Uh, a, a small head peeks up on the window. The fingers appear first, and the head peeks up. Mommy says spooning leads to forking. <laughs> An elbow quickly shoves him back. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Little fingers pop up but the head does not reappear. I don't get it. And d the fingers disappeared. You see her way off. And she starts giving directions back to Einrich. And she's like, so would you care to explain why you're staring into my house though? That, that seems quite rude. Look! And a spoon and a fork appear over the windowsill and they're just kind of going back and forth. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'd like to explain that. I'm, I'm all of ears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I was, I was looking for, for someone to help me. And I found you. So, much appreciated. And, and I'd like to shimmy now. Yeah, let's... Uh, and then, like, you know, as you Zoidberg off to the side, it's like, don't get lost over here again. What if I can't help but get lost over here again? <laughs> the windows are closed. Uh, you do hear a little metallic ping against the window. Even without seeing, you're probably sure it's a spoon and or fork <laughs> being banged against a window pane. <laughs> I uh, want to smack your hand just for describing that. <laughs> the the rest of you peering in creepily do see all of this. I'll make myself scarce. Oh, by, oh, that's right. Uh, so it's just Caitlin and Peppa because Aurora has left. Bye. So, unless maybe a poor decision, but knowing that she closed the window, are there any other windows um, on the home that may provide access to the home? Uh, there is the one that you and Caitlin are using to look into, which is on the side of the alley. Uh, there is a window in the front of the house. There actually may be one on the back. Once again, let me pop to my other map. Just take a look. Yeah, no, that's it. Uh, the one on each side and one in the front. I guess that I'd like to attempt to scurry into the home quietly to see if there's remnants of anything that may be. Preferably if there's an access point that would allow me to, like, 
navigate under couches or tables or anything of that nature to ensure that I'm not easily seen. Okay. Uh, when you look through the window before you start climbing in, uh, there is really only one table that's on one side. Uh, there's the kitchen counter, but otherwise there's not really a whole lot to hide under or in. Uh, it's very, very threadbare. Yes, in which case, there's not many hiding places. I'm just going to take note of the general surroundings um, and see if there's anything maybe misplaced that would be useful, like odd for the location of it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Uh, nothing immediately stands out to you as being particularly unusual. Uh, there is a fair bit of trash and uh, waste in this alley, but it's it's not particularly unusual for the area. Uh, Peppa once, or not Peppa, I'm sorry, Root, once you had received your information, did you stay very long or did you start heading over? I want I start heading to the bakery that had the cooking oil stolen. Got it. Alright, so you head in and you see that there is now a line that is starting to form out the front door. Uh, they look fairly busy, but you can get a smell of different uh, sweet baked goods, as well as some more hearty breads, uh, as well as coffee. Um, so do you wait in line? Do you push through the front? Um, I'm going to wait Okay. Alright. Uh, those of you peering in through the window, or I'm sorry, we'll jump over to Clara's house now. Uh, Aurora, what exactly are you looking for? She just wants to sneak and then see, like, um, because I think she didn't know what either Dinah nor Nevin looked like, right? Correct. So just kind of like, you know casually seeing what Clara's doing, but she's mainly, mainly waiting for, like, the kids to, you know, to come in, see what they look like, see what they're doing. Okay. Uh, looking through uh, the window of this unusually nice-looking house, uh, at first glance, everything looks very upscale. Uh, with your passive perception, though, you can see that there is a layer of dust, so it seems like everything is in its place and has stayed in the same place for a long period of time. Uh, you see a woman, a uh, half of a woman, dressed in very, uh, not quite formal, but very modest clothes, uh, currently giving a lecture uh, to a small centaur girl who is behind her making faces. Uh, and they seem to be marching back and forth through the house. Okay. She's just going to try and just be sneaky and just kind of observe them. Oh, let's see. So those of you... So, Gurdon, you were just kind of going off to the side hiding? Uh, yeah, I guess until I find or spot someone that I know who is not actively trying to be hidden yet. Okay. Uh, Kaylin and Peppa. We can't hear you! Is you mute? Um, so it's like eight o'clock in the morning now. Yeah, about eight, eight, fifteen. Okay. Um, you guys have staked out a child's home. Yeah, Caleb, Caleb's, Caleb's got upset. Um, Gurdon's the only one with a copy of, like, the, uh, the official paper, right? Yep. And you saw him get chased off. Caleb's gonna go try and sneak late, find him so that you slip off going through different houses you kind of walk your way around uh, you catch up to Gurdon hanging out in the corner hi hey man 
hey, so that didn't work out too well. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Probably not gonna be able to come back there until the mom's gone. But uh, can I borrow that piece of paper? I'm just, I would just go like the direct route and just ask to talk to him. Um, I mean, are are you gonna give it back? looking pencil sharp like not pencil sharpener what do you the the honing rod no the like what i open mail with like the letter opener that letter <laughs> like a knifey looking one a bad knife a dull knife a not good one but good for mail yes now that Caitlin has the paper and is not concerned about her then trying to talk to heaven with the mom there uh, he's gonna give up on the observing her open window and just go straight to the front door. Uh, do you get Peppa before you do this? Uh, yeah, I'll stop and let Peppa know what I'm about to do. Which is try to talk to him on the side. And let her make it. <coughs> Nevin's definitely already aware of my existence, and I'm not so sure if that would yield an announcement to mom or not. Um, I'm going to start to wander up the street some to see if there's anyone that I could ask about Dinah's location. There's a kitty paw on her mouth. You got boob. Boop. Oh. Boop. That's very direct. You have boob. <laughs> we know. <sighs> Alrighty. <laughs> Chesticles aside. Uh, so, Kaylin, you knock on the door. Peppa, I'm assuming you're watching through the window? Sure. Okay. Uh, Kaylin, you knock. The uh, woman opens the door. Uh, her hair has been smoothed back. Uh, she is still... She looks exhausted. She still has bags under her eyes. Uh, can, can I help you? Hi, yes. Uh, uh, my name is Kaylin, and we are here with the... Investigation Bureau, but it kind of how it needs to be. Uh, as we are, we are, you know, part of the team investigating the fires in the area. And he will show the paper if she checks the paper to observe if you let her. Um, and we 
We spoke to a Miss Clara who did have a recent burn, and around that same time, uh, we believe your son, Nevin, was was there. Uh, is, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, may I see that paper one more time, please? Absolutely. And she reads it carefully. Uh, looks up at you, passes it back. Um, well, please come inside. Uh, oh, you're comfortable. We can talk here at the porch. I just have a few questions. I mean, I'm not comfortable. However, uh, th this paper is very obviously from the guard. So, you know, I I, I follow the law. I follow the rules. Please come in. I don't really have a whole lot to offer. Do you, would you care for tea? Uh, I actually do not eat or drink. Uh, <laughs> so, but I do Now that painting is a little bit more visible, then uh, the little boy is running around, and it's only maybe a minute before he's running up to you with this uh, androsphinx, so this winged lion figure, the paws of which are oily and wet. Uh, bits of the fur have clumped together, and he's holding them quite happily and introducing you to Mr. Sparks. And his mother shoes him away. She introduces herself as uh, Nathara Logost. And the painting is very obviously herself when she was younger. Uh, another, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily call him handsome, but he's not ugly by any means. Gentleman standing next to her in guard's garb. Uh, and the woman is holding an infant. Now you can also see down that short hall with the altar, uh, there is a folded tabard of the city raiments and a polished silver medal is sitting atop it. In front of that, that ceramic bowl you can see is chipped and worn uh, and it's filled with ash supporting two small incense sticks smoldering away and filling the room with scents of pine and cinnamon. Would Thielen know if this was like, uh, like Buddhist? a memorial type altar versus altar worship? Uh, are you proficient in religion? No, I don't know. Okay, go ahead and make a religion check then. If we're not losing it. Then, in that yeah. case, yeah, you would recognize that this is, um, it's not super common, but it is a memorial altar. Sorry, and so I observe that, what happened? So, she asked, sorry, I got distracted by cat. Um, <laughs> when she had her incident. Um, from what she says, they were all in the kitchen um, and there was a fire outside, is what she told me. This is Mr. Sparks! Oh. Ooh, is that his name now? Yeah! He's my buddy. For a moment. He... You mind if I see Mr. Sparks for a moment? Holds them up at two. Why, thank you. I appreciate you sharing your buddy. Uh, Caitlin's going to absolutely try and not try totally observe the wet, oily pod. Go ahead and make an investigation or 
alchemist tools, or cook's utensils check. If you are not proficient, okay, then you would just do investigation. It's slick. It's not water. Yeah, I gotta say, the dice have not been with you guys today. No. No. Other than the 121 stealth check. No. Um, okay. Well, well thank oh, you. Thank you. Uh, now, why do you call him Mr. Sparks? Usually he's a lion. I don't, I don't think a lion is pretty do they? He told me that's what his name is. The boy's lifting up for his stuffed animal. You might keep keep saving, uh, keep me company for a little bit while I talk to your mom, and I'll make sure your mom can't give them back once I leave. Why do you want to play with Mr. Sparks? He's very comfortable, that's all. As you can see, it he'll fold out his arm, I, I can be very cold and hard, and sometimes it's just nice too. I have no other word, but yes, I'm hard wood. <laughs> Uh, if oh. something soft, fuzzy, and warm can just be very friendly to me. Not any bit. <laughs> Do you want it warm, soft, and moist? Because <laughs> you sound very cold, hard, and dry. Six-year-old and six-year-old doesn't know all these innuendos. This is getting Go go play a game. I'll talk to your mom. <laughs> I'm your stepdad now. Nathara <laughs> uh, looks over at you. Is there a particular reason he can't have Mr. Sparks? Uh, Mr. Sparks is a stuffed animal. I, he's fine. I, I think maybe you should give him back. And we can discuss whatever you need to after. Yeah. Sir? <laughs> wow. <laughs> All I can imagine is like them just staring back at each other like... This is going to sound extremely crazy. Yes, I imagine. <laughs> but as you know, I'm with the guard, so... Um... <laughs> Admittedly, that was not the strange sentence I was expecting. Um, well, I'm trying to finish your sentence, ma'am, but... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Have you ever... Uh, around. <laughs> have you ever observed your son uh, having an open conversation? Lying. Yes, he's five. He has his imaginary friends. Indeed. Uh, have you ever tried just just playing along? Spoke to her. Some lion. She looks over at her son still sitting there expectantly waiting for his animal. Of course, I've told Mr. Sparks about how important it is to be a good boy and how we should usually listen to our authority figures, but I think Mr. Sparks and I are going to have a conversation about specifics. <laughs> For exception. <laughs> I, I, I want to take Mr. Sparks flying. What, what, what about this man? What if... I want Mr. Sparks what, back, please. What if what I handed you Mr. Sparks and you know, you're trying to see if you're holding on while we have the conversation, um... Something's not right with the lion. <laughs> and ma'am, I wish, I wish I was not the one saying this right now, because believe me, I feel like a complete idiot. But trust me, I take my jobs very seriously, and this was not of true importance, as odd as it may be, and as foolish as I may look. 
I would rather not try to hide it again. She holds her hand out for the animal. She sets it on the table in front of her. Nevin, why don't you ask Auntie Slithers uh, to go play for a little bit? Okay? Auntie Slithers is boring. I want Mr. Sparks. Nevin, please go play. Wait, to ask Auntie Slithers what? To go play. Uh, and so eventually Nevin leaves and goes to his room. Uh, and she turns and feels compelled to explain Andy Slivers is his stuffed snake. He has several stuffies. You are investigating fires. I've had people stalking my house. And now you are talking about my son's imaginary friend and his stuffed animal with trepidation. Look, I'm, I'm very tired really tired, so if we could get to the point of what you need instead of this weird she puts her hand on the stuffed animal weird stuff I'd appreciate it I I would be happy to ma'am um, I just I came in here with only a couple questions simply for the fact that I have the house for a fire and we want to you know Ask all the questions we use so that we can eliminate any potential. Uh, what some may think of suspects, not saying your son is one, just you want to eliminate that. I would put it out of question. But when he handed me the bear, and I spoke my name to him, some weird stuff spoke back to me, and I guess it is more than likely. Telepathic, if you did not hear it. And I'm thinking this. Trust me, ma'am. I don't want these birds coming out of my mouth. But I believe this bear and this stuff lion could potentially be a culprit. <laughs> I don't want to be saying these things. I'm, I'm going to be perfectly forward with you here. Oh, I know. Yeah, my, okay. my son is is five. He cannot reach up to the ceiling of any of the other buildings that caught fire. He's been in one of several buildings that have been caught on fire. With an adult present. And sir, weird things happen. I get that. I, I knew a wizard that was in my husband's company. They do weird things. This, however, is a stuffed animal. I appreciate your concern. My son has nothing to do with these fires. Perhaps we could discuss this another time. Potentially, yes. But I want you if you want to be honest with me, I What if your son was left from the Okay, I was asked the same question yesterday, so that's twice in a row. I feel quite offended. Ah, uh, I would not leave no, my no, son. No, not by you. Not by you. Um, I apologize for that assumption. I am meaning when he was left at Mr. Lara's Then I believe your investigation would have to change from arson to strangulation, or murder, or, I don't know, whatever the one is, where I choke her. Understandable. Well, let's not go there just yet. Yeah. But this is why we're investigating. Because they were left low. And just like we are questioning and asking you questions about your stomach, we will also be questioning and asking questions about uh, the other girl. Again, this is nothing specific. Well, it is specific towards your son, but nothing only your son. So, you know, we're, we are closing all potential leads in eliminating all substances that we can. But I know you're tired, but I'm trying to get you back as much time as I can. Where the hell did that line come from? 
make that harder because I believe you're going to have to confiscate whatever evidence. She now there is that opportunity and a chance once we clear it that it's returned. But I have witnessed something that's proof of investigation and I'm going to have to pull that authority card and say I, I, I'm sorry but we will have to take this for observation. Uh, she stands up takes the bear, opens one of the bedroom doors, tosses it in, closes it, comes back out. That is all my son has from his father. You will take it over my dead body, or the entire troop of guards will have to come with the warrant to take it. Caleb will stand up, over your dead body is um, Well, I will have to make a I will get the correct ones. I understand. I'm sure it's not easy. If there's anything else we can do to help you, please let me know. I'm just trying to put an end to all these fires and this nonsense. Please do so without involving my child stuff animal. I would be able to if you let me hear it. But now we're gonna have to get involved. She walks over to the door, opens it. Thank you for stopping by. She closes the door. Uh, Peppa, paying attention to this scene, uh, you see that as soon as she shuts the door, she slides down against it and covers her hand, covers her face in, with her hands. Um, and you see. Nevin come running out of his room holding Mr. Sparks again and he uses the paw to pat her on top of the head and then goes running back into the hallway and you kind of have to adjust to try to see part of it but he holds the paws together and then just in front of this little altar and then comes running back over to her and he's just trying to make it dance in front of her. So that's um, I guess interesting to wash off the interaction with Kaylin, but I guess this is probably poorly advised and bad timing, but I'll probably take my initial interest in going in. Um, won't have concern for being sneaky, because, I don't know, like, you've seen me, you may remember me, you may not. I look probably similar to a stuffed animal he has, so... I'll take my risk at what might happen and um, see if maybe I can try to interact with Nevin and the lion to more so see if he has any information about what may have happened with his father. Also, just bring up their eyes and she realizes what happened, and I do have to bring up more. Yeah, same. Also, same for all parties involved, actually. Yeah, I'm working right now. <laughs> be up in five hours. Oof. Ha, I don't have to get up for six hours. Yeah, I have to be at work for five thirty. Yeah. I think my favorite part is and being like, yeah, same. <laughs> I have to get up early because of the kids. And kids, same. That line is full. <laughs> Not wicked. Okay, I don't care what anyone says. Alright, so next time we will have Root at the bakery. Peppa wants to interact with Nevin. Gurdon is at Clara's with Aurora. Next time. There we go. Uh, honestly, if he's going to try and just find his party, there's nowhere to 
any of them are right now. Well, he knows where Peppa was. But he'll probably start heading back. Right. Just in time to find the I'll go through the window and be like, oh no. <laughs> to the legs. Well done, everybody. I'm going to say go ahead and take 150 experience points. Alrighty. Yeah, and I loved that everybody, like, you guys just had your discussion. Oh, that was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Alrighty. Thank you all very much. Y'all have a wonderful night. Good night. I am sleeping. All right, thanks for listening. If you want to watch our shenanigans live, come check us out on Twitch at Happy Boom Gaming. We play every other Thursday from 8-ish to 10-30-ish, uh, depending on how well we keep track of time. Uh, we hope to see you all there. Thanks for coming.